0: EFTM. Tech,
1: cars, lifestyle. This is the EFTM podcast with Trevor Long.
0: EFTM.
1: Did you miss me? Ah, oh, you did. Uh, I was in San Francisco, as you would have heard on Two Blokes Talking Tech if you're uh, subscribed over there. If you're just purely in the EFTM podcast feed, I appreciate your, your loyalty and your listenership. It's wonderful to have your company. Um, this is where you get it first. It lands on a Tuesday. If you're listening in the EFTM feed, I appreciate it. And um, the numbers say you still are. So thank you. Um, But you're welcome to join us over at Two Bikes Talking Tech where you get Two Bikes Talking Tech on a Thursday. You get uh, EFTM on a Wednesday. uh, You get Tech Guide Stevens show on a Tuesday. Best Moves You've Never Seen on a Saturday and the private feed on a Friday. So just back-to-back content, really. But if EFTMs wear it at, you stay here and we're all good. Appreciate the people that reached out um, and gave me feedback after I, uh, you know, questioned myself in the previous show. <laughs> and didn't question myself. I was just, you know, just just reaching out to say good day, making sure everyone's still listening and, you know, you're all good. Um, so there was a few great pieces of feedback and I appreciate those uh, greatly. So never hesitate to get in touch and, and leave feedback if you want to. Um, you can get in touch with me very easily, uh, eftm.com, and just click on Ask Trev. So simple and easy to do. Lots of calls to get through because we've got a backlog there from a couple of weeks, so we'll get to as many as we can. Uh, And uh, it's also a busy week in tech. I'll probably refrain from going into detail about the Netflix stuff because we'll have a big discussion about that on Two Blakes Talking Tech. So if you're worried about password sharing on Netflix and what Netflix is going to do to crack down on your mother-in-law stealing your Netflix, then... You probably want to listen to Two Blacks Talking Tech this week. I suggest it might come up. Let's get cracking with calls.
0: This is the EFTM
1: Podcast. All right, let's take calls. If you've got a tech question, go to the website eftm.com. Jeff did that. G'day, Jeff. How are you doing? Good, thanks, Trevor. How are you? Mate, really good. What can I do for you?
2: Um, I'm just chasing um, some advice on a on a mobile phone. For, mm-hmm. I have an autistic son, yeah, um, and he's just we we've just moved him out of our home into a uh, supported living nice. environment. Yep, and um, I'm just chasing something that I can give to him uh, that he can just make phone calls on, mm-hmm. um, and and yeah, it doesn't store a lot of numbers because if it has internet, he's just gonna um, just search the web and just cost me a fortune in in um. <laughs> <laughs> download stuff because he's very good at all that but I just yeah we just need to be able to uh, contact him at times and for him to be able to take photos and because it's brand new this is a um, trying time for everyone as you can imagine
1: yeah absolutely
2: um, we just want to be able to be able to stay in contact with our sons
1: mate I think the challenge will be that balance between we want it to be really simple um, yep but we want it to have a camera because honestly the simple phones and there are some out there yep um, have the literal worst cameras in the history of bloody cameras. Like they, they're just undesirable in terms of cameras. You know, there's, there's, you know, think of your old school cordless phone at home, right? You can get, um, at JB Hi-Fi, there's a really cool thing called the Opal mobile big button. And it looks just like a cordless phone. Um, but it's actually a mobile. Um, you know, pick it up, dial a number, Done. Um, and I would suggest it has favourites that he could scroll through and save phone numbers for. Right. Um, yes. Yeah. It's kind of perfect for what you want in terms of it will mean he can keep in touch. But yep, camera would be rubbish. Like okay, yeah. like legit rubbish. So yeah, well, he with his taking photos,
2: mm. um, it's generally he he, uh, like when he goes to shopping, he he gets a close up photo of something that he wants to buy. So it's not like he's taking um, panoramic. Uh, scenery photos or anything like that. It's okay. just he'll get a he'll go to uh, Big W, say, or and, and take a photo of, of a toy that he's after. Yep. And he'll keep a file of them. So when birthdays and Christmas comes around, we've got a shopping list to, to pick from. That's well, generally what what I'm looking at.
1: That, that's if you're not, you know, looking to share it on social media and all that kind of rubbish, yep. which I'm assuming you definitely yep. don't. Um, no, then it's actually, you know, it's a two megapixel camera. It's all, it's really just a trigger, isn't it? For memory. It's about going, yeah. well, let's have a look through the phone to see some of the things you've, you've, you've exactly. kind of put on yes. a shopping list really, haven't you? Um, yes. I, I would recommend you pop into JB's or Harvey's and, and then, yep. look, remember these are not going to be the phones that are on display on, at eye level. They're going to be the hardest ones to find because yep. they're not they're, like this one's 130 bucks, mate. Like it's,
2: Okay. Yeah. Well, that's so. I don't want anything expensive because if he gets cranky, he gets rough with things, yep, and um, yep. um, I'm not really wanting to spend. That's why I don't want to go get on on a plan or anything on a on an expensive phone mm. because there's a fair chance that um, he will damage it. Yep.
1: And I think the other thing then to remember is you don't need much in terms of the the SIM card. I would probably go to Aldi, and yep. I would look at getting their um you know, their, their cheapest plan because okay, you know, and, yep. and they're, they're just prepaid. Um, yes. um, the other one I recommend often I've got my kids on is Kogan mobile. Um, you, do okay, a, yep. you buy a SIM card for like, I don't know, five bucks they charge or something like that. And yep, yep. you get a, you get their, their cheapest plan for 365 days is 120 bucks. Wow. So what you do is you pay $120 up front yep. and that SIM card will last for the whole year. It's got data on uh, it, which will be absolutely yeah. useless to him because of the phone. But essentially, yes. you're paying ten dollars a month for him to have unlimited calls and texts to you. Yes,
2: yeah. yeah, and that's that's uh, something that we're looking at as being very affordable. No. Um, yeah, and you know, you know this, as a this family, way, yeah. if,
1: if you've if you've got if you do if you go with the one I mentioned, the Opal Mobile Big Button, yep. um, that's one hundred and twenty nine bucks for the phone, one hundred and twenty dollars yep. for the SIM card. You're done. Two hundred and forty nine dollars, and you're done for the year. Now, obviously, if the phone gets damaged or isn't what you want, then you might need to look at different options. But that SIM card still works in whatever mobile phone you put it in for for one year. Yep. It's a, remember those two things are separate. So that the SIM card, yep. if you want to take, if you know, oh, I don't know. Let's say he earns himself a, you know, a, a different phone. Um, through the way he treats that phone or the behavior or whatever, then that, yes, that yep. sim card is still active for a whole year. Um and and remember that's it after a year you can just charge it up for another year and he's got the same phone number. Different people in the family can have his number saved and give him a call. Um, you know, what a what an awesome that's way to be connected. It
2: does. Uh, th- yeah, and that's the biggest thing what we're after is that connection because, um, yeah, it's family and wanting wanting to be able to have him be able to contact us when he needs it because there's times he's on his own, he's going to be sad and yep. needs to, yeah, Wanna be have in a contact chat. with family. I mean, that,
1: that's, this is the, the great thing is that I'm assuming as a dad is you've got this problem now where you've created this little mini independence for him, but you've also got this yes. desperate sadness of separation. So you want oh, him to, you want him <laughs> to be able to call you 24-7. Yes. You won't care if he calls at 1am for a chat. Be like, cool, no. let's let's chat, you know, if that's what you want to yes. do. Um, and yes. look, I, I, the only thing I would say about this kind of phone is there's obviously a, a peer stigma. So I don't know what oh. his what his peer relationship is like in the household or, or anywhere else, but you know he's not going to look like the coolest kid at the shops with this phone. So He doesn't need it. Rats. No,
2: that's <laughs> that's the furthest thing from his Good. um. That's awesome. Personality, yeah, that's awesome. excellent. Well, thank you very much, Trevor.
1: Mate, enjoy. Hope it goes well, and um, you know I, I'm just excited for you to be able to just have those those phone calls. You know those, yeah, da- dad and son oh, they, phone they, calls they, will be awesome. Will...
2: That will mean a lot, or say it saves us trying to arrange going through support workers and and the like, which yeah, is a bit difficult.
1: Brilliant. All right. Yeah. All right. Good luck, Jeff. No worries. Thank you very kindly. Thanks, Thank mate. you, mate. Good on you, buddy. Um, yeah. I mean, you would most of my listeners would look at the Opal mobile big button and wonder what the hell that's for. And you know what? It's probably designed for uh, the elderly, but it it could also be. And here's another great use for something like this. My wife's a very strong about us having a home phone again. And I'm just like, it's just it's just kind of crazy for us to spend, I think it's an extra $10 or $15 a month on our internet plan to get VoIP enabled and then buy a handset that works with it when we may as well, the kids, there's mobile phones there. Why don't we just get SIM cards? They don't carry them around with them, but they're there for when they get home, they can text us. And this phone's perfect for that. So, I challenge you to have a look at this. If you've got young, young kids, so let's say five, six, whatever. Um, and let's say they do get off the bus from school in year three uh, and you've been stuck at the shops. Uh, you, you're two minutes away from home, but they're going to get home and you're not going to be there. They walk in, they go, oh, my God, where's my – they can pick up the phone and they can ring you. Done. They don't need a mobile phone. They don't need a smart kids' watch. You just want something at home so they can ring you. Um, and that's exactly what this is. And it's also perfect because, and I didn't say this to Jeff, but it looks like it's got like a dock. And so the dock can be sitting by his bedside. He puts it in it and it charges. No fumbling around with cables, just dock it and charge it like an old cordless phone. Such a cool thing. Such a simple thing. And while I think the camera is horrible, I think it'll probably do exactly what Jeff needs. Good stuff. If you've got a tech question, you know where to go, EFTM.com. Travel taking take any calls. If you've got a tech question, go to the website, eftm.com. Julie did that. G'day, Julie.
3: Hi. Um, I was asking about when you travel overseas, mm. instead of having to get a SIM card in every country that yeah. you go to,
4: yeah.
3: is there another way that you can connect to Wi-Fi and how do you go about it? Well,
1: how many countries are we going to?
3: Um, America, New Zealand, um, and possibly Europe
1: next year. Wow, lovely. It sounds like a f- bloody lovely year. What? Um, who's your telco right now? Who's your mobile telco at home? Optus. Well, that's disappointing for you, isn't it? I mean, uh, it's been a tough year. Well, they're too much when it comes to, um, to um, what do you
3: call it?
1: Um, roaming, yes. They're just, yeah,
3: roaming, so, yeah, that's true.
1: The, the best in the business is Vodafone, um, and their their deal is $5 a day. Um, and I, I, I literally switched to Vodafone because of this. So I travel in a whole different range of countries, and it means that I can just turn on my phone when I get there, and my kids can ring me, my wife can ring me, I can ring home, I can ring anyone in Australia or anyone in the country I'm in, just like a normal phone call, no costs. I can use all my data. It's awesome. So... My, my best recommendation if you're travelling a lot is to switch to Vodafone and yeah. uh, and take advantage of that $5 a day. The, you only get charged on the days you use it. So if you were to turn off mobile um, on given days, you wouldn't get charged for those days. Um, but, you know, it's, it's hard to avoid getting charged because you kind of want to turn your phone on every day. But the thing is, honestly, yeah. when you travel, um, assuming you're travelling for leisure – you, you don't need to be on your phone all day. When you get back to the hotel, when you're at a cafe, when you're in a library, when you're anywhere in a public place, there's normally Wi-Fi. And your phone, is it an iPhone? Yes, it is. Your phone can connect to any of those Wi-Fi hotspots. So basically, you could, be, you, could uh, you could pull up in New York and go to a diner and ask them for their Wi-Fi network. You can open up the Wi-Fi on your phone, connect to their network, and then just quickly look through And if you've got any any emails from family or you could connect to WhatsApp and message your family via the Wi-Fi network. In fact, you can make a video call on WhatsApp or FaceTime when you're connected to the Wi-Fi network. Yeah, I'm
3: connected with Messenger, and that's normally how I
1: contact my family. So basically all Um, you need is Wi-Fi and you have Messenger connectivity. You don't need a SIM card at all while you're roaming. Only if you feel like um, people, you might want to contact people when you are in the areas where there is no Wi-Fi. So while you're walking down um, the, the high-rise in New York or while you're on um, Santa Monica Beach in LA or wherever it might be, there's no Wi-Fi. Um, but do you need it there? Do you need to be calling anyone there? Probably not
3: really. But what about data? Um, if you use data from on your phone or is that included?
1: Well, with just don't use it. $5 so, a day? so that's used with, with Vodafone, that's included. So I have, when I'm at home, I have, I don't know, 20 or 40 gigabytes of data a month. I can use all of that while I'm overseas. Vodafone call right. it roam like you're at home. And so literally I don't even worry. I don't think, I don't look, I don't check, I don't do anything because I just use my phone like I'm at home for five bucks a day. So I was just in uh, in America for for five days on the ground. I would have paid twenty five bucks, but I know that I could just use my phone when I wasn't at the hotel. Everything just worked. Anyone could call me. It was all great, perfect, no problems at all. Boost Mobile is a prepaid network, and they have a plan that is forty dollars for fourteen days. So it works out to be um, less than three dollars a day but it is only five gigabytes of data. Now, that might right. be enough. That might be enough for you. So Boost Mobile is another good option. Honestly, if you think you're going to be traveling a lot, I would ditch Optus. But right. if you think you can get away with not needing your phone, and you know, as in phone calls and mobile data, then there's Wi-Fi everywhere when you travel. It's in so many places, cafes, restaurants, restaurants. Um, you know, museums, wherever you go, there's Wi-Fi. And that allows you to connect to Messenger and uh, check in on the family, send them a message, send them a photo, do all those things. And
3: what if, what about
1: if you're cruising? Well, wow, that's a whole different story. Um, I've never cruised, um, but oh, I understand that it is diabolically expensive to use connectivity. Yes. Um, there is Wi-Fi, but what I would do, I believe you can kind of pay for certain days. I would just, you know... Um, halfway through the trip, I would connect to the Wi-Fi, pay that bill and, uh, and you know, let the family know you're okay or whatever it is. Um, but, yeah, um, cruising is not as easy because roaming's not possible. Uh, you are relying on the boat and its provision of internet to you and it will be slow, but that won't really matter if you're just sending text messages via messenger. Right, okay, fair
3: enough. Yeah, that was the main thing because I, I am going
1: cruising as well. Sounds um, exciting. Whoa. You're just packing up and, and yeah. leaving everything behind, it sounds like.
3: Well, while I can still do it, you don't know what's around the corner.
1: Good on <laughs> you. That's a bloody good plan, Julie. I, I like it. And it sounds like you're going to see lots of the world. Do you think you'll cruise across the Pacific?
3: Uh, yeah, we're going um, um, from Hawaii to back to Australia.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> Excuse wow. Me.
3: Um, that's later in the year and then next year we'd like to go over to Europe as well. So <coughs> excuse me, but um yes, we're just trying to work out which is the best thing to do. But I know going away I get a bit worried about my phone, how to turn the data off, yep. how to um like the the mobile data and that how I turn all that off and turn yep. off the automatic downloads. Yes. Um that, so as nothing like that happens and goes on my account. Yes, understand. One time I did go away uh, and it cost me, yeah, geez. a huge
1: amount. And look, here's the great thing. <laughs> um, you know, you can always take the SIM card out and then, then there's no risk of that. Like if you choose to go down the Wi-Fi only path where I'm just going to connect to the internet when it's available to me, take the SIM card out, then there's zero risk of you having that problem. And keep it with you. You might keep it in your purse, in a little, uh, in a in a little um, coin coin purse or something. And if in an emergency you need to make a call, put it in, use it, do your thing. But in reality, uh, in an emergency, you could still connect to Wi-Fi at a cafe or the hotel and make a vi- a voice or video call using Messenger or or, or WhatsApp. So yeah, well, that's what I use one of my
3: ways is, is Messenger more than anything. Yeah. yeah.
1: So um, I, I, I wonder if you really do need roaming, but I now that I think about it with what you're doing, I feel like the, um, the plan, say, for example, with Boost Mobile, and here's the great thing. Remember, you don't actually need to switch. I would recommend you switch because I don't really like Optus, but you know if you don't switch your phone, you could just go to the service station, get a $2 SIM card from Boost, and you could just put data on it when you need it while you're overseas. So you might only put two days worth on it and just use it for two days. Uh, you might put, so there's a three-day, a seven-day and a 14-day expiry. You might just go, listen, we're going to be in LA for three days before we go wherever. Um, for 20 bucks, I can, I can put data, one gigabyte of data and most importantly, um, 15 minutes worth of calls and 15 texts on here and we can you know, get in touch with people and do our thing.
3: But the, um, the Vodafone one does um, just for five dollars a day. Does
1: whatever does you're paying for on your plan. Roaming. Yes. So I, for example, okay. pay. I feel like it's fifty dollars a month for my mobile. Let me look at the mobile plans for Vodafone right now. Uh, how much are you paying now for Optus every month? Uh, forty nine, I
3: think. But I've got a shared SIM card with my tablet.
1: Okay. So for forty five dollars a month. Because I don't know, you don't need a SIM card in your tablet. Just connect to the Wi-Fi. Have you got Wi-Fi at home? Yes. What? You? I mean, it's they're 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 selling you something you don't need. You don't need a SIM card in your tablet. You got Wi-Fi at home. So for forty-five dollars okay. a month, you could be on Vodafone's forty-dollar forty gigabyte plan, and you'll pay five dollars a day when you're roaming. But you can use up to that forty gigabytes of data while you're overseas. Wow. That's like you'll never, you'll never hit that number. That's a crazy amount of data, unless you're sitting on your uh, phone twenty four seven. Like that's, in, I don't use no, that much data. I'm
3: an, I'm an oldie. I I don't do that. I just check messages and and yeah, check in with the kids because they panic, um, <laughs> things like that. But yeah, um, oh, that sounds all right. But I kind of live in Harvey Bay, and I'm not sure there's a Vodafone up here. Well, here's what you do. Go mm.
1: go and um go and get a SIM card. Um, there's probably a Vodafone store, um, and and give it a try. So don't switch your number over and everything. Just have a look for now. Um, also, ask yeah. ask your friends. Uh, I don't know if you're any Facebook groups from the Harvey Bay area, but, you know, ask the question. You will always get a narc or three that say, nah, it's rubbish, I don't – uh, but trust me, they're not actual users. You want people who are right. genuinely using it right now to tell you, oh, it works really well down the beach and where – uh, but it doesn't work really well here or wherever, um, so yeah. I think uh, the other thing about Vodafone, if you do find a store, they have a thirty-day network guarantee. So if you were to switch to Vodafone, um, and I heard the Vodafone um, store staff say this on the weekend when I was in there, um, when someone walked out with a new new plan, he said, "Listen, if you don't like the network, if it doesn't work in your area, if it doesn't work at your house or something, thirty days, just come back. We'll no no cost. It's all it's all done. Like there's." Basically, there's a 30 day try before you buy um, situation with Vodafone, which is really cool. Um, okay. Yeah. That I'm just good. trying to. Yeah. I'm, tra- I'm looking at the Vodafone uh, coverage map now. Uh, I'm going to have to scroll up a long way to find Harvey Bay. I know. When do I get to Harvey's Bay? Harvey Bay? Harvey About Bay? About three
3: and a half hours
1: north of Brisbane. I'm getting there. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I haven't even reached Brisbane yet. Uh, Stratty, okay, we're getting there, we're getting there. I'm going north. Kalula, Irigong, Fraser Island, Harvey Bay. So if you look at the map uh, on Vodafone's website, pretty much all of Harvey Bay is covered with 4G. There's no 5G. um, And there's 3G on the outskirts of town. I don't think you've got any problems. It looks pretty good, the coverage in Harvey Bay broadly, but I could be wrong. So I'd okay. ask around. Um, yeah, it looks, it looks pretty good all the way up the highway through Maryborough uh, up to Bundaberg. Um, it looks really good all the way down the highway too into Brisbane, into Noosa, everywhere. So okay. you, you might be very surprised by actually how good the coverage is in Harvey Bay. All right.
3: Um. Well, it's worth looking into. $5 a day sounds fantastic. Yeah.
1: If you're going to travel um, a bit, you can, might, it'd be my recommendation for sure.
3: I can handle that, yeah, because a lot of them just said, oh, no, you've got to get a SIM card in another country. And i thought, oh, that's a pain. Look, Every it, country you go to.
1: It is a pain, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's yeah. a, a million percent better in terms of speed and pro- possibly cost overall. But... Like in reality, the simplicity, the convenience and all that stuff, no, nah. Vodafone wins hands down for me.
3: Okay. Well, that's good to know. I appreciate you calling me back and letting me know that. That's great.
1: All right. Um, you, you enjoy your travels, Julie. Good luck and enjoy.
3: All right. Okay. Well, thank you so much.
1: My pleasure. Good on you. Thanks for getting in touch.
3: Okay. Thank you. Thank Bye.
1: Thank you. Uh, that sounds like an awesome trip. Cheers. whiz. Whew. Spend the kid's inheritance is what it sounds like. <laughs> uh, that's great. If you've got recommendations, thoughts, or uh, feedback, get in touch. Go to the website, EFTM.com.
0: EFTM.
1: This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. Michael's on the line. G'day, Michael.
0: G'day. How are you?
1: Yeah, real good, mate. What can I do for you?
0: Um, I'm inquiring about... um. I've got uh, a daughter who's just gone into high school, and another yeah. uh, little bloke who loves his Roblox. And I'm inquiring what I can do to take some control over uh, devices and also um, the internet. So at the moment, we've been just switching it off um, to control their access. But yeah. um, I'm sure switching I can, off the I Wi-Fi, yeah.
1: Well, that must be frustrating so, for but- you.
0: <laughs> well, it is um, lucky I've got two bands, so I can you know some of it's on five G and um, uh, you know, So I what can,
1: you've done is you've uh, you've got different passwords for the you know our home and the other one our home five G has a different password, so you can just turn yeah. Off well, one they of don't
0: that. mess with it once it's turned off. It's just you know they don't mess with it at this stage, but they're becoming mm-hmm. more and more savvy and older. And I'd like to. Uh, put something in place for the next few years.
1: All right, well look, there's <clears throat> there's two solutions that I would recommend you look into. Um both of them are sponsors, I will disclose. But that just means I've tested the hell out of them as well. So the first one is yep. the, the Netgear Orbi. Um so yep. Wi-Fi satellite system, fantastic coverage and all that kind of stuff, but there is also device and parental controls built in. Now, the thing the way it works is, and I did this on the newest Orbi I put in at home, um, basically, every time a device connects to your network, you get this kind of pop-up, and I, I get this a lot because I bring like six new phones home, and it you know scans them for vulnerabilities and all this kind of stuff. But what happens is you can you can tap on that notification, and you can actually stop any device from joining the network until you've essentially you know approved it, and you yep. can see the list of all the devices on the network, and you can allocate them to a person. So in my case, right. I might go, all right, well this is Jackson's devices. There's his laptop there's his desktop there's his tablet there's his phone um, here's yep. here's Harrison's devices here's Victoria's devices and I might also create a group called just kids so shared things like the Nintendo switch or the Xbox or things yep. like that yeah and we then got all of that and then what you can do is you can set uh, down times so mm-hmm. the Wi-Fi is only available to Harrison from uh, 3 p.m to 7 p.m it's available right. to Jackson, he's 16, so it's available from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. So you can yep. set different time um, windows for them. But most importantly, you can go in and go, it's off. And you can just turn it off. So if you're disciplining, you know, okay, mate, if so, you're not going to do the dishes, I'm just going to log into the app and I'm going to press a button and the Wi-Fi is off for Harry. It's not off for everyone. Right. and
0: It's
1: just off for yep, Harry's devices.
0: On his devices, yes. Yes. So yeah. if that's available on both like my wife or myself would be able to do that from our yep. phones.
1: Yep, there's an Orbi you just have an admin login so both of you could have the Orbi app there. Um it's, it's yep. excellent. Uh, it's it's excellent. I I would yeah. argue though the Trend Micro solution is better. Um right. inc- incrementally but but I think better because what it is is it's a it's a whole of home security solution. So there's with Trend Micro like there's You know, there's internet security. There's just, you know, software that stops you getting viruses. But their um, top-end product, I think it's called Device Security Ultimate, also includes a physical box. It's this little black box that you just plug into your Wi-Fi modem. You just plug it in the back. Yep. That's all you do. Plug it into the power and it plugs into the back of your modem. And then you open up the Trend Micro app and it starts scanning the network. It starts scanning for devices, for all this kind of stuff. The first thing it does is it blocks any vulnerability. So you won't bl- click on bad websites, threats. You can actually put parental controls in place, so age limits on age-appropriate content um, for, yep. the, for the kids, especially the youngest one. Um, you, it's, it's protecting you from incoming attacks, so any uh, attacks on your smart devices or anything like that, it's protecting them from coming in. But again, most importantly, you allocate devices to people and you can turn things off per child. you can have screen time. you can actually have software on their devices which limits their screen time. Um, you can here's one of my favorite things is you can just turn off YouTube. So you get yeah. your know kids yeah. uh, it's they're, they're not using their phone, they're not using their tablet they're not using their laptop. They're on the friggin TV. so I'm gonna turn yeah. off YouTube. Sorry kids, it's off yeah. And so there's no YouTube in the yeah. house. Like simple things like that are wildly yeah, that's useful. Been-
0: that's been part of the issue. I've got an older Hisense telly, and um, there's no way to turn off YouTube on the telly. Whereas, oh. you know, the the newer ones you can obviously you can lock them and all the rest. But wow. yeah, they end up just defaulting to that
1: one. Mate, honestly, the Trend Micro—it's uh, called Home Network Security—is the name of the box. But it's it's—I yep. don't think it's—I don't think you can just buy the box anymore. It's only available as part of their their top level security subscription. Now, what that means right, is you're is also software. buying you're also buying yourselves family wide internet security, antivirus, malware, all that stuff, which again you can install on their phones, their laptops, so that everyone's yep. protected from yep. scams, spam, porn, you name it. You know, you can be in yep. control of all that stuff. And yeah, yeah man, no, as a parent, good. it's it's critical. So it's yeah, um, well, we're just
0: getting to that crucial stage. Yes, mate. I, you
1: know, I hear. I didn't
0: you. want to be left behind.
1: No, Um, and look, it's here's the great thing is, and I've said this before, so excuse me for for ramming at home, and I'm not trying to pretend to be the best parent because we've had our issues, but it's about everyone being part of it too. So you put mum and dad's devices in it. You might put time limits. You might put a blocking. You might the whole family no um, no internet on your phones from six till seven dinner time. You know, so you might do something like that so that the the kids really appreciate that it's the it's the whole household that's part of this. Um, rule setting that you're putting in place because it's going to feel like you're setting rules that they didn't have. So mate, yep. it, it's a great device. And,
0: and things like um, you know Google Home and Wi-Fi lights, it, you know they can just be left to be on. That's
1: right. You can just set them up so they're just part of a group called Smart Home, and it has yep. open access. Do your best, no problems at all.
0: Yep. No, that sounds uh, sounds like the way to go.
1: It's a great product. It's core. Cool. It's it's part of. Device security ultimate on Trend Micro.
0: Yep. yep. Well, I, just, I think you've no, mate, pointed I just me in the on, right I
1: direction. just clicked on their website. Um, uh, security, it's it's gone from $312 down to 222 42% off. Wow. Yep. Um, and that's for the subscription and the device because the device used to be like 180 bucks on its own. So yeah, and that's an
0: that, annual annual subscription yeah, it's, it's model.
1: A, a, annual subscription, and then you choose how many devices. So you might actually pay three twenty eight for ten devices to be covered. Yep. And the ten devices, by the way, <clears throat> just to be really clear, the box will protect every device on your network. You you know you might have fifty devices from attacks and things. The number of devices that you choose in your subscription means the number of devices you want to install their software onto to, to protect you from viruses and scams and all that yep, kind of stuff yep. as well. So it depends which one you choose as to how much it costs. But, yeah, mate, looks like a pretty good time to buy.
0: Yep. No, that sounds uh, that sounds perfect.
1: All right, mate. Good luck. Uh, good luck with right. uh, high well, school. Thank-
0: <laughs> yep, all good. Thank all right. you so much for uh, for giving me a call and I love what you do.
1: Thanks, mate. I appreciate it, Michael. It means a lot. Thanks, buddy. Have a good day. See ya. Cheers. Um, yeah, Michael has a daughter obviously the same age as mine going into high school. Um, And these are the quandaries of parenting in 2023. Thank you for listening. Peter's on the line. G'day, Peter. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Thanks, Trevor. What can I do for you, mate?
5: Right. Well, about five years ago, we moved into a new house and we've got a cellar, a ground floor and an upstairs. And we have... Computers in all in uh, all locations, TVs in all locations. Right. On the ground floor, we had uh, um, NBN to the wall, which is what's at the node, I think, is it? Mm, yeah. Straight to the building. Yeah. So the NBN came in there. We were using Telstra. And we've never really had a good um, access with the televisions and with streaming channels. Oh, they right. keep dropping out. They keep buffering all the time. Uh, the seller seems to have probably a bit more problem because its location, upstairs where the office is, never really good. And I've tried different things. Um, people have said, buy these extenders, which I bought. Oh, I God. feel like they're a miserable failure. Yes. It's not really overly working. And uh, we ended up swapping the main television. Um One in our holiday home uh, had a problem, so we had to bring it up. So we swapped our hours with the one in the holiday house, and when the other one was repaired, it was a newer model. We put that in our main house now, and no change. thought it might have been the TV, but there's no change. And they're only about, about, um, I think, two-and-a-half-year-old
1: Sony 75, so it's a pretty pretty good Well, it can't be the TV because it's happening to multiple devices, isn't it?
5: Yes, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yes, and so the computers – yeah, we've got one that's plugged through the uh, system, and the other yep. wired, and the other one is um, just on the in the air system, and they just slowed down. And uh, so I did buy a. Uh, I got an extender unit with. We changed to Aussie. We thought I've tried everything. Yep. I've rang the other mob. I'm going to try somebody else. So yep. Yep. we tried Aussie, and it's proven not to be any real different. Same issues, um, but. The extender unit that came with Aussie, they, they supplied one when hmm. I told them the troubles, seems to be working better in the upstairs. Interesting. But, what
1: brand is that, do you know?
5: Um, yeah, I'll have a look at that one. But uh, what surprises me is the main unit where the uh, modem sits downstairs, it's only one room away. Um, here we go. It's a Netcom cloud mesh satellite, they call it, oh. NSO2. Okay. And that's up in the office, and that's that seems to be working okay in the fact that I've actually got it switched through a hub and that's connecting directly downstairs to the modem with with a cable. Yes, by cable and, and that seems to be working a lot, lot better now
1: <laughs> and, and but but um, ones down near the modem are still not performing well. On the same floor yeah.
5: um, and the cellar, yeah, yeah, the one on the to me, yeah, like it's only one room away yeah. between that, the lounge and the where the modem sits. And we just get continual buffering. Um, you, sometimes you don't have just, the
1: ability to run a cable to where the TV is, do you?
5: Yeah, I do. I've got some stuff there that I can start looking at pulling that and, and changing that. But so, I, 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 my,
1: my solution was definitely going to be never cable. mention the word extender again because Wi-Fi extenders only extend the network that they're accessing. So it looks like you're getting five bars, but you're actually only getting two bars of the original network. It just appears as five. So there's this kind of misconception there, right? So I I just never, ever want to see extenders used anymore because we now have brilliant Wi-Fi technology called Mesh, which it appears, and I I wasn't aware that uh, Aussie made those available, but it appears, and I don't know anything directly about it, um that they're making they're making that work now i use uh, predominantly orbi orbi which is the brand that i i use because that it's just been so reliable for me i would have put a, in your case i would have put the router i would actually love for you to put uh, essentially extend where the nbn comes into the home via a cable yes. so run a cable so the modem actually sits next to your tv put that there yes right and then from there Run anything else. Now, in in my advice, it would have been get when you get an Orbi, you get a three pack. One of them's a router, and two of them are satellites. So I would have put the router right next to your TV. And the the good thing about an Orbi system is it it does. You can keep your existing modem. That's fine. No dramas at all. Yeah. So you can run a cable to the Orbi router, and that becomes the start of your actual network. Forget what the modem's doing. It's just bringing internet into the home and delivering it to the Orbi. And so you put the router right right next to the TV. The Orbi has three or four uh, Ethernet ports in the back. So plug the TV directly in and anything else you might have. And then you have these big satellite devices which only need power, right? They don't need a backhaul connection because they've got their own wireless. You put one down the cellar, one upstairs, and they create a phenomenal Wi-Fi solution for you. And I'd be blown away if it didn't absolutely change your world uh, like legit it's not cheap though yep. because you're talking 800 plus like you could spend 2400 if you wanted to on the best yeah. the most advanced system but given like so firstly that's that's what I would do if it was my John, I I just I just drop everything yep. I'd, I'd buy that right but because you're halfway there I do wonder whether or not you can ring Aussie and ask for more of the, the cloud mesh routers or whether you can find out which ones you buy online because they, they clearly exist online to buy, and whether you just run another cloud mesh out to the TV and another one down to the cellar.
5: There was an option when we started to get another other cloud mesh units, but I just said, well, let's just start with the, the one room. Hmm. Where, the room where, the, uh, where the NBM comes in, I've also got a switchbox unit up there with yep. all the cables running through the house. Yep, yep. And that—that's what sort of feeds out from there uh-huh. um, and goes to all the places. And I guess that would become—is it a gigabit switch? Now you're asking questions beyond my capacity.
1: It's—it's—it's <laughs> it's, it's at the very edge of my own capacity as well. I'll be completely honest with you, Peter. But the reason I ask that is because you know your network is only only as good as its as its worst part, right? So, yes. for example, if you ran old cabling that was only capable of yep. 10 megabit or 100 megabit connections, then there's a lot of data that's being throttled because it's, it's hitting traffic. Essentially there's not enough lanes mm. on the freeway in the cabling, let alone in that yes. switch. So the switch needs to be capable. Switch.
5: Yep. So the switch is a D link gigabit switch.
1: Perfect. So, so it's a good switch. We're happy with that. Gigabit is enough. Right. Um. And then, yep. obviously, we would hope that the cabling is, is likewise suitable. But it's worth – now, I don't know how you do this, mate. Honestly, the easiest way is, is speed test um, via a laptop that's plugged into all the Ethernet ports and just finding out where right. the weak link is. You know, speedtest.net is phenomenal. But as long as yes. you long, use the same server every time – so pick a server, call it Telstra or whatever. It doesn't matter. Um. And yep. or, or Aussie Broadband. Have their own site, speedtest.aussiebroadband.com.au – but do the same thing yep. every time and plug into every single Ethernet port and check that you're getting the same speed everywhere so that you can find if there's a weak link anywhere on your network. But honestly, given that you now know that the cloud mesh has worked in one location, I'd get one yep. more. I'd just get one more and put it near the TV down and see if that yep. works. And if that works, mate, get another one for the seller.
5: <laughs> and cut the extender out It's not cut, doing mate, anything. Throw and, them uh, out. Extenders are
1: yep. uh, history. Yeah. Put them yep. on Facebook Marketplace and let some, let them be someone else's problem.
5: <laughs> yeah, I I was yeah I was nearly at the stage of chucking out three televisions and starting again. <laughs> it's not the here's the good news. It's not the TV. No,
1: it's definitely not the TV. the TV. But it may be it may yeah. be the brick construction is thick. It's um there's other uh, um environmental factors causing um Wi-Fi disruption. Um you yes. know there's a lot of things that can cause disruption on Wi-Fi. Um, but given you've found a solution in the home, I think expand on that and get yourself more of that mesh in the other areas.
5: Wonderful. All right. That saves me uh, throwing a lot of stuff in the bin and starting <laughs> from square one again.
1: All right, buddy. Good luck. <laughs> Lovely, Trevor. Thank you
5: very much. Appreciate no your worries, help.
1: Peter. Anytime. Good on you, mate. Thanks okay. for getting in touch. Thank you. Bye-bye. Cheers. Um, yeah, I mean, that must be frustrating to have – he's changed telcos. Um, he's He's bought things that don't work. It's frustrating. I get it. What a pain. Anyway, um glad we – I think we've got a solution there for it. You. Uh, you need help? Get in touch, EFTM.com. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Happy to help. If you've got a tech question, go to the website, EFTM.com. Click on Ask Trev. Adrian did that. G'day, Adrian. How are you doing, bud?
4: Yeah, good. Thanks, Trev. So? What?
1: Oh, mate, oh, I can't complain. And when I do, no one listens. So <laughs> let's just keep it that way.
4: Well, true. Yeah, good what,
1: point. Uh, what can I do you for?
4: right so i've got a house that we're going to be uh, using like like a holiday house we're going to be using a bit of ourselves but probably uh, might also do it a bit of a holiday rental yeah, well, cool. i want to it's got um like a you know, good fence and metal gates and whatever which i'm going to automate i want to set up a couple of cameras and also a uh, you know like one of those like video doorbells ring doorbells or something like that that'll be on that front fence yep And I'm trying to figure out, you know, do I go wireless? Is it better to go uh, wired up? Um, What's the best cameras or, you know, not looking for, not a huge budget, but, you know, I want something that's going to be reliable. I'm just not sure which way to go. I
1: mean, look, wired is uh, more problematic when you're talking about a remote solution. So if I was building a house from scratch um, or renovating from scratch, I'd I'd probably put in a Uniden wired system so that I – just the, the amount of recording, it's just all there. It's sitting on a yep. hard drive. It's so easy to access. You can access it remotely, but it is sitting yep. there at the site. So given yep. that it's off-site, I kind of have this kind of, well, hang on a minute here. <laughs> What's going to happen? So mm-hmm. your biggest challenge is, is is genuinely Wi-Fi. So have you got internet down there, and
4: is it pretty good? It's Well, It's uh, from what I understand, it's only, I don't know whether it was fiber to the node or to the, I don't know, but apparently, according to Aussie Broadband, it could only get like 25. Wow. Um, which doesn't sound like a whole lot to me. Sounds like it might be fixed wireless. Uh, no, they didn't. No, they, no, they said something, okay. something else. No, it was, it was one of those FTT things, right, but okay. I don't know which one. Um, yeah, and look, yeah. that,
1: that's not the end of the world. It's what's the bigger yep. issue is the is the signal, the Wi-Fi signal. Like you need to, yep, yep. especially if you're going to put a camera on the front gate, right? Yep. Because, yep. so if you, if you're putting a camera on the front gate, then you need to make sure that whatever you put in for internet, um, the modem is as close as hell to that front gate. So like in the front, room, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's where you, that's where you stumble. Now yeah, in, well, yeah. I, yeah. I had a Arlo doorbell on the office here and it didn't work because, It's a brick, like a big brick or concrete. I think it's probably I'm gonna look at my hands and go. I reckon it's 15 to 20 centimeter concrete slab wall that the 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 doorbell was on, and there was just no Mm. Wi-Fi getting to it, right? Because it was literally just stuck behind this bit of uh, this bit of wall. Mm -hmm. So if it's a big brick fence out the front, um, then I do worry about how good the Wi-Fi is going to be to the doorbell, right? Because when you see wired doorbell, that just means the power's wired.
4: Yeah. doesn't mean
1: that it's going to get access to the internet wired. So first and foremost, your your plan needs to be to work out what's happening with A, getting internet in, and B, Wi-Fi. You need good Wi-Fi that's going to cover all the areas where you want to put cameras. It's going to cover it well. Um, And then it's really just picking an ecosystem, mate. You're either going to go Arlo, Google, Uniden or Ring, right? All four of yep. them have the solutions that you want. They have cameras, yep. solar panels, doorbells, and probably, you know, floodlight is a, is a good thing to have too at a remote place as mm. a, det- as a mm. d- deterrent. Um yep. And, you know, you can you can certainly spend a bucket load of money. Um, yeah. But remember that uh, a doorbell camera is probably going to cost you about $300. Um, yeah, yep. A, a decent, <laughs> excuse me, a decent camera. It's probably going to cost you two fifty, so mm-hmm. you're up for you know three yeah. six seven hundred and fifty a thousand bucks for a doorbell and three cameras kind of thing. Yep. I love yep. the spotlight idea, so that's going to be like four hundred mm-hmm. instead of two fifty. So I personally would spend four hundred on a spotlight um, that that goes out the front. I would spend yep. three hundred on a camera that goes out the backyard, and then three hundred more mm-hmm. on the on the doorbell uh, in one ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I yep. prefer Arlo. But all of them are great, but mm. they're all incumbent upon you having good internet, good Wi-Fi. So, not, not, so not, the, you don't need amazing internet because they're, yeah, you know, like the doorbell's never yeah, going wifi, to be brilliant, yeah. right? The doorbell yeah, even yeah, yeah, yeah. on the fastest internet's not amazing.
4: But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more we've of got a ring. We've got a ring one at home here, which is fine, does the job, but yep. it doesn't have that that sort of you know the brick wall thing. It's it's not far from one of the Wi-Fi money yeah, satellite perfect. things. Um, so you can't, so you can't do like, um, what is it? Like uh, they do with the cameras, power over the ethernet for uh, a video, uh, for a doorbell thing oh, I, to get there, the internet to it. Can there,
1: there may be one that exists. I've never used it or seen it.
4: So right. Okay.
1: certainly, I can't imagine there wouldn't be one, but, um,
4: yeah. I just think it, because otherwise it's, it's that wifi signal that I'm going to struggle with. Correct. And yeah. and that's it. That's uh, the, the camera is not a problem, um, but it's that getting it out to the gate. Yeah. Well,
1: um, you know, you know. Let's let's talk about why you need it to be a doorbell. Um, what's going to happen when someone comes to the gate? Is this for when when holiday rentals turn up?
4: Um, look, I'm just oh, I'm just thinking about whether you know it's going to be a, a, a some sort of advantage to have something like that there at the front gate. Um, I, I, suppose, I, would, I suppose I suppose it would, doesn't. You know what
1: I would say? I would say if you're gonna yeah. if you've got the time and, and inclination to wire stuff. Then yeah. and, and you want to, then wire a camera or even just get a wireless camera that is sitting above the gate so it's in in yeah. wireless line of sight and isn't blocked by any brick walls. And yeah. you just yeah. point it down at the gate and then you don't put – there's nothing written on the gate. There's no doorbell. There's no nothing. And the instructions yeah. to holiday renters are when you get to the gate, call this number and it's your number. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you yeah. go, yeah. well, I'll just yeah. check the camera. um Just wave for me. that That's definitely you. Um, the keys yeah, under the... Yeah, um, gotcha. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah.
4: do what a, do what a yeah. doorbell
1: does but to take away yeah, the yeah. complexity.
4: Yep, yep. Yeah. Now I hear, yep. All so, right, well, so something mate, to think about. You can't,
1: but, uh, across the wireless brands, you can't go wrong. They're all great. Yep. Um, Across the ones I mentioned, Arlo, Unidem, yep. Ring and Google, I've tested them, yep. they're great. A lot of people love hmm. Eufy as well. I have oh, yeah. some reservations. And um yeah. and I think you need to have amazing wired systems if you want one of those. Yeah. And okay. very easy to set up too. I've done it twice here at the office and yeah. at my mum's pub. Very
4: easy to do. Yeah, because they're just they're just a stick up and just connect to the internet and then the Wi Fi and that's they're, it. They're, you just She's you run
1: there. you run an Ethernet cable to to each one and it yeah, it just gets power over the Ethernet cable as well as the video signal. And uh, yeah. you can also set wireless ones up on the same network. It's very cool. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nah, all right. Excellent. Good luck, Adrian. Excellent. No, that's great, mate. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Jeez, Tripp. buddy. Thanks, mate. Good on you, mate. Right, it. bike. Good on you.
1: And uh, you know, uh, you know, there's no single solution for every person. Let's be clear. Uh, everyone's different. Uh, I I can't guarantee one the solution I give one person is going to be the right one for someone else. Um, but yeah, there, there's some there's some good options out there. Uh, what a bit of fun too. Like setting that up sounds like fun. I want to be involved. Eftm dot mm-hmm. Taking your calls, got a tech question. Go to the website, eftm.com. Albie did that. G'day, Albie. G'day, Trevor. How are you? Really good, mate. Good. What can I do for you?
6: Well, I'm trying to work out a Kindle for my wife, and mm. obviously um, you're tending to read things, but then you get a little bit confused because there's an overload of information, and then you're yeah, also yeah. concerned information from someone you trust. Yep. Um, so basically she likes reading books, the – uh, I suppose the wireless charging isn't an issue because we would just charge it by wire. Mate, have
1: you ever used a Kindle? Uh, no, I haven't. Mate, they ferricum no. last forever, like months. Yeah. Charging is the last thing you need to worry about. It's ferricum; they yeah. last forever. It's brilliant.
6: All right, All great. Right. Um, and then it's just at night time. Um, you know, she's worried about her eyesight whether thighs can get tired, and I left. Read something about front lighting was yeah better. okay so
1: so this is this is a really important point the, if you buy a cheap tablet and install the Kindle app, you're you're shining multiple colored lights into your eyes because you're looking at a tablet, but a Kindle is very what? different. A Kindle is e-ink and it's a static display, and all the only light that exists is there so that you can see the display at night. Um, it, it, there's no light on it during the day. It's just this this weird technology that flickers and and changes the, the the writing on the page the kindle paper white and kindle oasis which are probably the most the two most popular both have they obviously have a backlight so that you can use them and read them at night but they also both have a warm adjustable light so that if you don't like the white you can just p- pair it back a bit to a a kind of more of an orange it's like an amber color um it's really it's not it's not about hurting your eyes it's about what you're used to and what you like to see. So wow. I, I would not be at all worried about that. There's no, there's not going to be eye damage. It's really just about how comfortable it feels to you. And that's why I would go either the new paperwhite or the Oasis. Now the Oasis is a great option. If you do, um, if she reads in the bath or pool side or beachside because it's, yeah. it's got, got IPX rating, uh, which I actually think the paperwhite does too, but just don't quote me on that without checking it. But, you know there are cool. there there are cheaper ones, but the Kindle Paperwhite is a two hundred and fifty dollar um, device that right. you know, mate. It it has access to thousands and thousands and thousands of books, ten week battery life, six point eight inch display, very light in the hand. I think you'll be blown away by how how amazing it is. You really will. Ow.
6: That's really great. The other thing I read is you can pay twenty dollars to not have ads when you find them. And I don't know how.
1: I've never seen ads on a Kindle.
6: Maybe Kindle. I'm, that's what
1: threw me out. <laughs> that's what threw me out. And I'm thinking, oh, what the hell? There's certainly is, mate. Is this? Let's let's put it this way: there's no ads when you're reading a book, right? Yeah, exactly. Zero. Right. There are. Yeah. There may be ads in the Kindle store when you're looking to buy books, there are ads, they're like recommendations. And if you search, you might That's see something right. that is yeah. recommended as an ad. But I don't believe there's any other ads on a Kindle unless yeah. I'm mildly mistaken. Um, yeah. and
6: So the difference between the Paperwhite and the Oasis then is the Oasis if you're near a pool, a beach, or Well, in it's park. weird. I'm
1: looking at it now going, actually, the Oasis um, has the same IPX rating as the new Paperwhite. So that doesn't make any sense. I think it's just the colours that it comes in. Oh, and you know what? the The Oasis has a built in SIM card that you don't pay for that allows you to be in the middle of nowhere, as in not on Wi Fi, and still download books. The Oasis oh, is brilliant. also a little tiny bit bigger. Um, it has two configurations. It has more LED lights for lighting up. But mate, honestly, just get the paper white. It's a great device. Why? Wow.
6: Okay, thank you so much for that, mate. No worries at all,
1: my man. Yeah, Mate, Um, happy wife, happy life. That's what's most important. You make it so easy. I've
6: reached out to you a couple of times and you've been just brilliant. Good on you. Thank you so much. All right, Albie. Well,
1: enjoy, mate. Happy shopping. Take care. Good on you. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Yeah, the paperwork. If anyone's a Kindle reader and there's something to do with ads, Albie thought you could pay $20 extra to not have ads. I don't believe there is such a thing. I could be wrong. Please correct me if I am.
4: It might sound crazy what I'm about
6: to say But Trevor Long's the world's best techie
1: radio stations I talk to every week has decided to create a new song to intro me and it's it's this one what do you think You think I should get the boys to make me a version you, you know you can imagine the words feel free to write the words for me um, if you've got a, if you've got ideas for, for some lyrics here send them over and I might get the boys to make this I don't mind it um, there's a couple of um, there's a couple of other ones circulating uh, the radio stations I go to but you know you can imagine this Trevor long 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 you know whatever anyway that's just something that came to my mind as I was talking to Susie O'Neill and the team I think on Nova I have no idea where I think on the Gold Coast uh, sweat see tech tech sweat that could be you know something that could be a rhyme there anyway we move on uh, let me know what you think got lyric suggestions send them over thank you for listening thank you for downloading back again next week and uh probably the week after but then we're off to barcelona so whew, there will be more breaks in the year um thank you for listening thank you for downloading lovely to have your company great to get your questions if you've got a question just go to the website eftm.com that's all you got to do and we'll talk to you soon